Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And we're here for another exciting week of spooky stories and scary things. Wow. You... I'm trying to make things more professional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a radio audition? Yeah, we're doing a radio. Well, we're hoping to get this on the radio. <laughs> Wouldn't I'm... that be great? Yeah. A nice song. I think, listen, radio went to podcasting, and I think podcasting is such an oversaturated market now that they have to bring podcasting back to the radio. Bring it back to terrestrial radio. That's what I've been saying. It's true. But the thing is that you have to know about the radio is that mm -hmm. there's a big percentage that has to be Canadian artists, right? So are you prepared hey, to that's us. do that? We're Canadian. Well, I think like we fill a quota in there. No, we're not playing music. Why would we play music? Oh, we're not that. I mean, we could. I thought we were going for radio DJs. I mean, we could do that. I mean, there's so many morning shows and they're all bad. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. Well, they talk about the news and everything. You just got to get like really excited about things and then like say bad words, but not quite say them. And then really harp on things. And you're like, why are you joking about that? This isn't funny. And then you go. And that's how you and that's how you become a radio DJ. And we can do that. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, um, hey, I saw an incident last night. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. Tell me more about this incident. Maybe this is my radio DJ. Moment. Is this it? Yeah. At Dundas Square, I yeah. walked past. Mm -hmm. Huge shooting. Shooting? Yeah. Well. Yeah, car was shot all up. The, oh, another car shot them? I guess so. I don't know. Is this I... the plot to Cars 4? Yeah. And, I mean, it should be the plot to Cars 4. Boy, yo, 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 yo. That's true. Right? Is that That's how right. you do it? Yeah. I mean, I think if a car had a owner, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> all right. I think we got this. Let's send this into... Uh, Kiss FM. Yeah, you notice I hesitated before I said boner. That makes it seem like I'm trying to like be family friendly for the radio, but I'm also edgy enough that I'll say it. Yeah. Well, all you yeah. need is a big gulp before you say boner. That's true. Um, what would be the boner on a car? <laughs> the antenna, I guess. Would it be the antenna? Well, it's not in the race. Cars spot. don't really have antennas anymore. They just have a little one in the back. My, well, hey, remember when everyone had the antenna on their car and it had like a, a big smiley face ball on it? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> everyone had that. Everyone's grandmother had that That's one. Right. Well, the tailpipe is the butthole. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What would, I guess, the gas tank be? Is that like the mouth? Even though it's on the side? Because that's where you feed your car. Listen, I, I'd love to go into this more, <laughs> but we'll be right back after this Drake song. All right. <laughs> But it's not all about our audition today, Damien. It's okay. about our guest here. Mm -hmm. Because we have comedian, we have writer, we have our resident celebrity expert. We have Alexandra Vita here. Yay. I have so many answers to the car thing. Oh, you do? I feel like the gas is their is their pee-pee. The gas <laughs> is their pee-pee. But, but but it goes into them. It doesn't go out. I know. So that's what I'm confused no, by. You don't I know, it. but then the windshield are the eyes. Well, that would be the pedal would be their pee pee then. Look, the engine is the brain. The windshield yeah. is their eyes. Yeah. The lights is their breathing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the AC would be their breathing. That's interesting. Because it blows the air in and out, right? See, the gas tank. I'm. I'm only thinking because like you don't take pee into you. 
Or true. do you? I don't know. That's true. You're you're making a good case. I have nothing to say other than the fact that, like, emotionally, I feel as though the gases are pee. I mean, gas I is kind I of like pee, I guess. I mean, I can't back it. Yeah, I can't back it with any like mm-hmm. hard evidence. Yeah, but it's anecdotal. My mind's kind of blown by cars not having antennas anymore. I just kind of didn't. Notice. They they do, but it's not really. Like, it's like the they like some of them like pop up, right? Like some of them like. Tuck but even in. that, not anymore. Like a lot of times, like on smaller cars, there'll just be like little nubs on the top of the back. They don't need a big antenna. Yes, hold they on. You know what? I can see cars. I can see cars out of my window right now, and what it is, yeah, it's a nub on the back of most of these cars. Yeah, uh, except changed. one's a one's a hybrid, and there's nothing. Whoa, holy shit! Yeah, what kind of probably, neighborhood you in? It's probably Bluetooth. Bluetooth, yeah. Oh, see, but I just saw Mercedes. I'm gonna fancy neighbor. I saw Mercedes, <laughs> oh, little little nub on the back, like an that's alfalfa right. hair. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They, that's someone it someone like. watched the Little Rascals. Was like, I gotta make my cars more like the Little Rascals. <laughs> and and on these bigger SUVs, it looks like a dolphin's fin. Yeah. Do you think that's why they invented electric cars so you can't get a banana in the tailpipe anymore? Oh, probably. I mean, I watch it. Why. Yeah, that's why they're doing all this work to save our planet and not to get a banana in the tail. <laughs> that's that's the thing about uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Even though it was so long ago, people are still doing. That's how trendy that movie was. Yeah. Was it? Did they originate the banana? I don't know if they did. I, they I feel like that's. I a, I feel like that's, did that. Yeah, I thought that was like what? an old, old like comedy trick. A potato, a potato in the tail pipe. That's a thing. Yeah, I think it's an old like cartoon and silent movie, and I like only that. know it from Beverly Hills Cop. Wow, um, interesting. Also, I have another question about what you guys talked about. Yeah, Terrest- terrestrial. Yeah. Radio. Yes. What is terrestrial? So that's that. So they made the distinction. This was a big thing in the early two thousands when satellite radio was becoming a thing. Okay. So terrestrial radio would be like the normal radio, like AM, FM radio is so terrestrial human radio. radio. And then everything else is extraterrestrial. And then, no, then satellite radio, because it's coming from space. That's satellite radio. And why did they settle on the word terrestrial? This is blowing my mind right now. Because it, it never leaves the earth. It's just on earth. It like, oh, terrestrial means Earth, not human. Broadcast. Earth. Yeah. Extra, like extra from that makes so much sense. Yeah. I thought it had to do with human. I was like, people on the radio are more human than the people. At well, the maybe human radio. Podcast. That's that's what we're going to get to. Human radio. None human of this dog radio. and cat radio. What about uh, outside your window? Does Horse anyone have any long antennas with a smiley? Uh, I'm going to keep looking. I'm, I'm on Bathurst. Easter egg. Don't. Oh, yeah. Isn't that your guys' thing? Saying you're. No, no, no. That's another. Oh, no. I'm mixing it with another podcast. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Where they accidentally said their address once. Um, <laughs> the, the longest antenna I see is it's out the back. It's not in the front. So that could be a boner. You're right. Yeah, and it's like once again, alfalfa. I see dolphin fins wow. and alfalfa, alfalfa hairs. So all you antenna size queens out there, you need to take a hike. That's done. Yeah. We're done with that. Oh, yeah, it's I, not the see... size that counts. It's what you do with it, and it's pickup radio signals. And I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but these Toyotas, they don't have any. They don't have any. Whoa. Antennas. Every time I've seen a non-antenna, it's been a Toyota. <laughs> so if they could, like, I don't know, like, give us money. All the listeners at home, uh, email us spookpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what's out your window. Yeah, if you could send us hot <laughs> pictures of your car's antennas, that would really that would you really know, get us going. This just reminded me of being 
a kid who was bored mm-hmm. and waiting for a friend to come and counting cars until my friends would come. I would sit <laughs> outside. And it's not like I was an only child. I had siblings. But I would sit and we would stare and we'd count the cars until they came. You used to do weird things. As a, I remember like we would like make like a fort by the side of the road and anytime like a car came by, you'd hide from it. Like it's like, oh, here it comes and you'd hide. <laughs> like what a stupid game. And then we got yelled at. Really by sweet. Someone. <laughs> That's sweet. They're like, what are you kids I, I, doing? He's like, we're not doing anything. Leave us alone. There was a girl. She was a bad influence, though. Her name was Letitia when I was oh, in like grade two. I hope she's she, listening. Yeah, she would do this thing where she'd walk, like, it would be like a dead street. She'd see a car coming and then she would time it to walk into the car. Like, not oh. to get hit, but it looked like she was going to get hit. Yeah. And once yeah. the car stopped and what just. What did they call that? Insurance like, fraud. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. It had a word. It had a name. Yeah, um, I remember. Oh, it was. Uh, I think it was just playing chicken. Is what? Isn't it? I guess maybe it's chicken. That's kind but of. But it's chicken, like yeah. you. It, it's more like chicken for the car because it's like she was walking into the side of the car. It wasn't like she was walking in front of it. Yeah. Right. But it was awful. Now that I think about it, and we were little children too, so it's like we aren't even that visible to begin with. Yeah. You <laughs> no. just need to get dinged by a side mirror and you're done. I remember. And also, nobody. No one was watching us, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't get watched back then. <laughs> oh, why would you? Well, I don't think you get watched now. Like, yeah, I I find that kids are running rampant out here. Well, they're constantly being surveilled via their cellular devices. Is That's that true. what it is? Yeah, they all got those AirPod, those eye tags on them now. I had one kid throwing gummy bears at the back of my head on the subway. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's so the kids have always been taken in the streetcar and subways. That's not new. Well, yeah, not, that's... we didn't have that in my hometown. You so. didn't have a subway oh, yeah. in your hometown. I think I was. I think I was in grade five. I would have been ten when I started taking the TTC by myself, mm. which but seems I... young. Yeah, grade five. I mean, yeah, you're from uh, Toronto, right? So the, you the T dot. You, yeah. you can understand these kids, I guess. Uh, yeah, when, I, when I was eight, my I would get dropped off at the subway. I would do the loop and then I'd come back and I'd get picked up at the where I was dropped off and then I would be taken to school. That's like, Because we're not from oh, the city, so they just wanted me to have the experience of riding the rocket. <laughs> I, uh, I remember the first time I took the TTC, we went to Yorkville Mall. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, yeah, I was always, yeah, I, I didn't like, I still, I didn't like it as a kid and I don't like it as an adult. I would rather <laughs> walk than take the TTC. And I spend way too much money on Ubers and such. That's fair. Uh, because I really hate it. For really hate it. for the people at uh, home that don't know uh, York Del Mall or Toronto, it's famous oh. for having a rainforest cafe. Is that right? Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't have it anymore. It doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> it, had, it was since. a really... It had it for probably 20 years. It had it from like it was in grade like four until I like, I don't know. It left yeah. after my time. But um, but I went once. It's a if you have any sort of anxiety disorder, it is a, like a, a nervous system overhaul because yeah. it's like you're eating and it's pitch black at one point and then a rainstorm starts and the animals go like, ooh, and it was really fun. And the kids just lose their shit and they scream and they cry. And it's just so, I can't imagine being an adult. And My only problem with the Rainforest Cafe is that they never turn on the sprinklers during the storm part. 
No, it's lights and sound. What? That's kind of bullshit, you know? Is Rainforest yeah. Cafe a American chain? Yeah, and they're not oh. even animals. Real animals. They're fake. Well, they're fake animals. Yeah, they don't have actual I hate animals. to break that to you. When I One fact about the Rainforest Cafe, I remember one thing about it. The food is garlicky. <laughs> you both that. I, I remember when I went there, I believe a gorilla popped out of the bushes and gave me a basket of chicken fingers. Right. I really? think that was your server. <laughs> oh, I got so excited. I thought maybe I thought maybe you had a different experience than me. Well, I, I don't know. I, well, I haven't the, gone in a very long time. The only one I ever went to is when it the one in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, it was beside the wrestling superstore. The which WWE is not there superstore. anymore. Yeah, but then they used to have the drop tower there. I never went. I feel it, like maybe that's a better tower, one. That's tower. a better one than the Yorkdale one would be in Niagara Falls. Probably, Niagara Falls yeah, is all about experiences. It's, it's definitely more expensive. Yeah. Well, and everyone isn't knows it, price isn't equals value. Isn't it so value. fucked up that we have this natural beauty of the world, like of the mm -hmm. falls, and we're like, you know what the downtown should be? Haunted houses. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> like, died. A lot of people died. Makes sense. Why? Because they why? went in a barrel and jumped over the falls like dummies. It's like, you want to you look at these Niagara Falls? Gamble, go to Screamers. That's your only option. Ripley's Believe It or Not is there too. That's, that's pretty good. And the, the Guinness World Record Museum. Wax museums. There's also a bowling alley and an arcade. There's uh the Hershey okay, store. Okay. There's the Hershey. There's the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. There's the aviary, which is a little run down, but you can still see birds. Not you, Cody. Ooh. Sorry. That's like your screamers. Yeah. You don't like birds, eh? He's afraid of birds. Not a bird guy. Not a bird guy. I get it. I I, I get it. I wouldn't want a bird in my home, but I appreciate no, that. I wouldn't want a bird in my home. Some people do. Okay, well, I, we had a bird when I was a kid because we found a budgie that had like a tag on his leg in High Park, like wrapped, it had wrapped itself up in like grass. And we showed, there happened to be like cops right there. We were like, we found this bird. It has a tag. Do you think there's somewhere to do? And the cops were like, keep it. Like they didn't help at all. And your and so family we did? So we kept it. And um, it would have died in winter. So we, because we, uh, it was a budgie. And we called it IQ because we thought it was really smart because that it survived. Yeah. And um, we had it for a very short time because we noticed there was something at the bottom, like of its like bum tail area. And it turns out that it was a really big tumor. Oh. And so the, that we was like, that's like, listen. This bird's gonna die unless it gets surgery. The surgery is five thousand dollars. Whoa! There is a eighty eighty percent chance that it could die on the table from fear. Fear. And we're like, <laughs> okay. And I'm a kid. I'm like, I'm like maybe six or seven at this point. And my dad, myself, and my sisters were like, yeah, okay, that's fine. But there was a woman in the in the waiting room with her like cockatoo. And she was bawling her eyes out as the Talia is kissing the bird, going like, "Just do it. Spend the money. It's worth it." And we're like, "We gotta get out of here, man. Just kill the bird. It's fine. It's fine." <laughs> did he just like have a hammer there, ready to go, or? Yeah. So then they, you know, they did was put the bird on the table and it died. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also an eighty percent chance that you die from fear at the Niagara Falls Screamers. That's true. Oh, well, listen, that's got to make you feel better about birds is that they're just as afraid of you as you are of them. No, it doesn't make them if there's better. an 80% chance they'll just die from fear. That's you got to feel pretty good that's about a that. Small one, though, a budgie, right? It yeah. was tiny. It was like it was like maybe like I would argue that most birds are tiny. They're pretty big. 
What? what <laughs> Who's they? What? They're pretty big. I'm saying time. most birds are pretty tiny. I wish for listeners, if you could see every time Cody says they're pretty big, he looks off as if he's remembering something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have mirrors uh, pointed at our ding dongs here, so that makes they're, sense. They're uh, <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> Once my dad got um, I, okay. My dad got, I have a lot of bird stories, apparently. My dad was going for a walk in the Humber River Trail, and a, a, one of those black birds with, like, the tip of red on their wing came yeah. down and, like, kept attacking him, like, kept flying into his head to the point where he was like, oh, what the fuck, and, like, left his walk. And then it made the news that there were a couple <laughs> of birds, these birds, were doing this. It was, yeah. like, in the heart of the pandemic. I guess they were getting confident because, like, people weren't around or something. Was that what it was, or was there, like, a nest nearby that they were protecting? Uh, maybe that would, that's what I would think it would be. But no, it was pretty. I, I think I remember this that there was these birds going around attacking people. What yeah, they would fly down. They peck at your head. It was one, very. Good. One came after Colin, I think. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I think our uh, former co-host of the podcast. He was up on a ladder doing his job, <laughs> and a bird started attacking. Him. It was probably in the gutters, had a nest there, and he was like, "Fuck this guy." Well, or maybe let him, just didn't let like him. him. Yeah, it was it was for a moment in the pandemic, one of those crazy stories of nature healing itself. He was probably chomping down on a crispy chicken sandwich while he was up there. And the birds like, hey, buddy, not not in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. Not in my backyard. (laughs) It's beef for nothing. (laughs) Well, yeah, I want a larger animal. that you (laughs) (laughs) Let's go into uh, your fears here, (laughs) Alessandra, instead. Okay. Um, we need to uh, ask you because it's been a while since you've been on how are you feeling about ghosts I'm (laughs) sure that you're still believing in them I do still believe in them you know I had a moment of where I I could understand how they were made up I feel like I was (laughs) something by my boyfriend early on in our relationship Mm -hmm. and I don't remember what he said to me now and now you stop believing him I I mean (laughs) I mean like you know at the end of the day I feel like Mm -hmm. the earth is too sad what we know to be true for certain is too much of a bummer. So mm. I guess I just want to like disassociate and believe. I don't know. In I like opinion. homeopathy, you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Uh, I'm tired of people debunking things. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's up? <laughs> okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I stand by my my true motto as a human being. We don't know what we don't know. We do science know. Science is science until someone else figures out that what that person was doing was wrong. Yeah. No, but it is the knowledge that we have to the best of our abilities, which is uh, better yeah, than ability- which is better than no knowledge at all based on nothing, which is homeopathy, which is I've fucking seen, horseshit. I've seen. I'll say this. I've seen ghosts. And homeopathy cured my psoriasis. No, it didn't. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. So take that, I went to five dermatologists. All five of them said, you're going to have psoriasis for the rest of your life. Here's Mm -hmm. a steroid cream. If the steroid cream worked, here we are, 12 years later, I'd be using that steroid cream riddled with my psoriasis. I then did homeopathy, and it worked. I've never gotten psoriasis again. Mm. Is there a point where it's a placebo effect? Did I change everything about my life? Did I start doing therapy for the first time? Is a psoriasis stress-based response? Sure. But so you fact- so you made all these other positive changes in your life and you're attributing <laughs> yeah. it to the homeopathy and not all these other things that just saying were- the homeopathy got the ball rolling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Hey, you, gotta, you sometimes gotta do what you gotta do to get to where you gotta go. My okay. And all if right. you all right, we're not getting into it. If you believe in, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna punch Cody now. If you believe in science, Cody, he didn't do anything. Uh, that don't matter. He's close. <laughs> if you believe in science so much, how do you explain ghouls, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's the science experiment. There's science experiments gone wrong. Duh. Have you ever been to a science fair? Ah, so you admit it. Science can go wrong. Well, I think you figured it Every, Everything Our... can go wrong. That's true. right. Even one pizza. day, though, one day we're going to go. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to see a ghost with you, Damien, because you don't believe. And they don't like having people who don't believe. They want to feel safe when they Why visit. are you gatekeeping uh, ghost experiences? I'd love to. I'd love to, let it, I'd love to let other people see it. You know, my sister really believes in ghosts and she yeah. ain't never seen one ever. She's wow. Really so so maybe it has nothing to do with the person's belief system and it's just that no, she's not too real. hard. She's got is a that, soft. Oh, she's too hardcore. Like, is yeah, that she's too hard. That's what you like, you're too hard. That's right. There, there's an 80 percent chance you'd die of fear if you saw one. So that's they true. know it's true. If we to... put you on the table on a ghost king. Yeah. <laughs> is it like they don't want me to be a ghost with them? Is that why? Probably. That makes sense. No, you would be a ghost with them. No, but they don't want me to be, so that's why they won't oh, show you. themselves. Because if I they, they show up, I'll be so scared I'll die 80%. Let's just say that it's like a sense. You know, we all have senses, mm-hmm. and seeing ghosts is the sixth one. Right. And, you know, the way that, like, you know, some people are super tasters. I'm a super seer with ghosts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're not. And that's okay. I have to respect that. Yeah, fair enough. It's like how cilantro is uh, different for uh, different Yeah, people, I hate right? cilantro. True, I'm not a super taster. I love cilantro. Hate it. Tastes oh, like see, ass. We both like cilantro and we've both seen ghosts. Oh, maybe that's correlation. <laughs> mental illness that. and loving cilantro are connected. <laughs> hey, hey, my mental illness is anxiety based. Everyone has that one. Fair enough. <laughs> that's not me specifically. Well, well, if everyone has it, then it's not necessarily an illness. It's <laughs> an epidemic, would you say? It's just a part of who we are. I guess so. That's really beautiful, Damien. Yeah. Thanks so much for saying that. <laughs> So I am remembering the last time you were on, you were saying that you did have the questions in uh, ghosts, like you referred mm-hmm. to with um, uh, uh, dating this man and uh, dating this man. Well, that's the thing with... about a new relationship. You let a lot of shit slide early on that's and then true. you kind of lock it down and you start setting fucking boundaries. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I said to him, I said, <laughs> I'll let you talk this shit the first three months. Ghosts are real. And then I, and then I destroyed his house as I ran away. <laughs> um, but... I wish I could remember what he said. It was very convincing. It's not that the relationship has progressed in any way. It's that I have a oh, it's bad... stalled. It's, it's that I have a bad memory. Oh. I'm sure. I'm sure if he re-explained it to me, I would believe what he said again. <laughs> well, I think that. Um, where I was going was also the last time you were on was a whole group of uh, ghost believers. It was you, yeah, Eric, myself, and Steffi uh, here right. with Damien. And that was our anniversary. If any of the listeners want to listen back, haven't heard that one. Mm-hmm. But Steffi did tell a story about a psychic that I think made oh. all of us question believing in any of this ever again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that is that. what... 
I, I will give you, there was no supernatural thing about that at all. She was just being grifted. Yeah. She was being grifted so hard. Once again, I don't 100% remember the information, but I remember the feeling and the like, oh, Steffi, no, no. I think no. it was something like, like, the ghosts are telling me to take out 50 more dollars. Yeah, well, it was like, <laughs> she went to the psychic and then the psychic followed her to a park and it was just like, oh, what a coincidence. I see you again. And then kept telling him that you need to go to an ATM and bring me money. I think oh it was. Oh my God. And it just kept happening. Well, yeah. this is my thing is like I went to a psychic. Some, sometimes I've, I've done tarot and it's really set me on a beautiful trajectory in my life. Like I did Reiki oh, a couple months ago. I was feeling very depressed. And I like Reiki because it feels like someone's doing meditation on you. Like you just lie and it just feels like meditation. It's, probably, it's meditation. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, and it made me feel it. I feel like it put me in motion. For, you know bulking up at the gym but you know like like going right. like it, it got me to, like it, it made me realize that like how i was feeling and what should i do to change feeling so sometimes i that's what i like about tarot and stuff like that that's why i personally use it but sometimes you go to someone on st Clair that's ten dollars and then they say they they crack open a chicken egg and there's no yolk inside and they tell you you've been cursed and that you have to you know go to them so you're saying you're doing these things for a headspace kind of like adjustment more of that so kind in of, a way it's more of a meditative kind of not not necessarily believing in some mystical power behind them but it's just it's helping you get into a different headspace what it right? is though but that is not how it is marketed and that is that's not how, how it's marketed that's not how that and that's not, not how it's understood but that's how I, that's how tarot is kind of marketed like that in a way, but that's how I use it because sure. I've, I've had personal people do this for me. Like, like right. my cousin will read my tarot or my, like my aunt's sister will read my tarot. So it's people who are, uh, they're, I'm not paying, you know, like they're doing it in a way mm -hmm. that like they like practicing it. So then I do it. And then it makes me, it also allows you. And this is what I should be doing with therapy. Yeah. It allows you to sit down and be like, what question do I want to ask about my career? Or what question do I do want to ask about my relationship statuses? And then, yeah. yeah. I have no problems with that. I have no problem with people doing that if they're upfront with it and they know that's what it is and it's for fun or it's just as a way to kind of like reflect. I have no yeah. problem with that stuff. My problem is, is when people believe it as mystical, as if it's actually like channeling energy or if they're, think they're actually predicting the future that's my problem with these things oh can yeah. i say that the person the person who did my reiki told me that i should invest in some sort of like bitcoin like there, there we go because you there know what she said she said something that really resonated with me because i was having issue with like <laughs> not making money with my chosen field being a writer and an actor right and i said i'm very stressed out about this. just write better i don't know what to do yet she said write better and she said you know what you've done enough work in your life mm -hmm. that you are you are professional in that regards so why don't you relax and do something that just makes you money for now and right. get relax about that feeling of like failing in, a, in an aspect and do something that makes you money now you have to figure out how to make passive income or doing another like whatever part-time job and i was like oh yeah i was like i didn't even think about doing something like that and it made me feel better immediately like all mm -hmm. of a sudden it was like Oh, and then she said, and if you're interested in passive income, maybe you should 
invest in this particular. I mean, that sounded like good advice there. Yeah. <laughs> Until the turn. Until the yeah. Turn I mean, I appreciated it. And it's put me in a much better spot of like feeling better about everything. So I that's always. I think that the Bitcoin suggestion wasn't something that they learn about in becoming a Reiki. No, I don't think so. But I mean, it's part of the grift is though, which Reiki. No, there's still people. There's still bananas, people doing. Yeah. I don't think Reiki people are no. grifting. I think they're just like a little bit like slidey. Oh. I think it's I think it's a, a type of uh, therapy, basically, like you're you're sitting in silence, you're being introspective. And it, it is like a type of med from my experience with it anyways you're feeling the warmth of being comforted with someone hovering over you yeah it's like it's like empathy, empathy it's fucking right? nuts to me i think but it's, it's not if they're not doing anything other than you're just lying there and they're like literally it's what i think it's what um uh get, get a fucking massage and like do yeah, something but sometimes like but sometimes some massagers masseuses are really talented and some are not and that's what it's like with Reiki. Some people are just there doing their thing and you're not feeling it. And some people have energy. Like we all shift our energy throughout the day. That's how we're able to like talk. No, this, and this is where I'm shutting down. How do you, but, but Damien, 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 you're an improviser. Improv is energy work. If you are feeling a certain way, if you bring your shitty energy mm -hmm. into the, the work, For it sure. won't go the way that you want. And how do you change your energy? This is mm -hmm. what... This, this, I don't think is I, the, the these are two. These are two different arguments. I feel though, this is these oh, are two okay. very different things. I think I something feel like in I'm an, talking in about a, the same thing. No, I think like in an active, like especially in something where you're listening and you're experiencing and you're doing is much different than someone fucking running their hands over you and changing your energy sphere. I like it. I think I think it's, I think it's I think ridiculous. Cody but, is my boy. <laughs> well, Cody loves stupid shit too, so. <laughs> Yeah, but Cody's doing great. Room. Am I right, Cody? Yeah. Cody's doing great out there. I'm killing it over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cody's on Cody's on a TV show called Ghosts. Well, not anymore. <laughs> was it canceled? No, the show wasn't canceled. Oh, no, it's it's not. I'm... No, Cody just had all those racist tweets that got out. Oh, oh dear. No, no. I'm on hold constantly, but not used. Okay, it's different. Yeah. No, no, but that's because they be don't know hard. how to write an episode. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, oh. that might get you canceled. No, 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 I like that show. I think it's a good show. I've auditioned for it a lot. I like the show. <laughs> Yeah, I've auditioned um, for it too. I auditioned for it, and I thought I was going to get it for sure because I was playing like the younger uh, version of an actress who's on the show who's been in like a million things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I look like the younger version of this woman. Apparently, not enough. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> what else do you have to ask? Well, if you're listening, Ghosts on CBS, uh, Alessandra and I would love to be on your show. Yeah, we're here to party. Yeah. I look like a younger version of one of your actors. Whatever her name is. Oh, boy. I wish I had a memory, you guys. <laughs> Maybe that's why you kept forgetting your lines. You're like, I wish I remembered yeah. these lines. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love a teleprompter on set, right? Yeah, of course. I'm like Johnny Depp. I'm going to have a little piece in my ear. Right. And then make a very public courtroom. It'll thing. be really weird saying Johnny Depp lines the whole time, though. <laughs> yeah. Just a mix of Johnny Depp and Marlon Brando lines. Those <laughs> I use it. Uh, uh, but I do have some questions for you. Uh oh. Please. I got some uh, would you rather's. Perfect. Uh, scary ones. Okay. Oh, no. oh, God. So, <laughs> oh, I have to tell you something after this. Okay, go on. Ask me the question. Okay. <laughs> would you rather experience a real life version of Stephen King's It? Oh, God. 
as a kid or as an adult? Oh, a kid. Yeah, probably a kid. Because yeah. time moves faster. Oh, no, no. Time moves slower when you're a kid. I feel like it does move slower. Yeah, I feel like I'm rapid speeding through my life right now. Maybe feel- as an adult, you'd be able to reason in a way to not make yourself as scared, or you'd be able to take a pill of some kind to relax. So you think you'd be able to ignore it more as an adult. You'd but be able to dissociate more. In this in this situation, it is a real thing. So ignoring it more might just get you killed faster. But you don't die. You end up in that floaty place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's True. the worst True part. Enough. Some yeah. people die. <laughs> Did some people die? I thought they all ended up in that space where they're like, some died, some don't, but they're. I think they're essentially dead there, right? Doesn't the couple hey, my... in the 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 Georgie dies? Georgie dies. Does Georgie die? Yeah, he his gets arm. his arm ripped off, and then he bleeds out, and then the the it clown just uses his image to scare uh, uh, Bill. Oh, and, okay. And the couple in the second one too. The the couple from the yeah, very lots opening, of, lots of people die or something. A lot of people die. And I guess the guy, you know, when I saw it, chapter two, mm-hmm. I saw it in D box and it moved like the chair yeah. moves. Yeah, and it punches and the very, out. yeah, the very first time it started to move was when Jessica Chastain was being domestically abused by her husband. Oh and I was like, okay. why did they do this? Like, who, who designed <laughs> this part of the movie? <laughs> it set me off to hating that movie immediately. <laughs> Well, it's yeah, done. That's fair. It's done by someone at the Cineplex because I know that, and I only found that out recently because James Cameron's the first director to ever um, direct those movements as well. To take the time to, he sat in the chair and decided each individual movement for Avatar Two. I would never watch that movie again, but that's int- I, that makes me intrigued to see it. Oh, see you saw Avatar Two? I Avatar Two, and- but you'll never see it again. It's so long. It is so long. Oh, yeah. I've never seen and it. And once you once you get to the water, because I wanted to leave after an hour. I was like, I'm nauseous. <laughs> it's really bad. The beginning for me personally was really, really bad. And I turned to my, my cousin uh, and I said, Mina, I got to go. I mean, he goes, we haven't even gotten to the water yet. They haven't got to the water after an hour and the whole an thing is called the way of water? An hour and a half until you get to the water. Yeah. You have to spend some time in in the fucking oh, Pandora. What a fucking ripoff! You know what I didn't like about Avatar two because I rewatched Avatar one because my boyfriend had never seen it, and um, I, humans need to be in the world. I can't just be all Avatar. Like there are yeah. some humans near the end of Avatar mm-hmm. two, but I gotta see. I gotta see the Sam Worthington guy as a human. I gotta go back and forth. I can't. I can't live with him just as cartoon man. Well, that's the thing. Like, if I'm going to a cartoon, that's fine. But this thing, it's trying so hard to be realistic. And then, like, just seeing the trailers, I'm like, I don't fucking care about these blue people. Yeah. I don't care. That's a big issue with Avatar, is that the blue people, like, it's like there are parts of it that are beautiful. Yeah. But then it's also like, but the aesthetic is ugly. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like how these people look, but I can yeah. tell the, like, I just wish, like, a better artist designed it. Or I don't know <laughs> what the, because you can tell that they're working at the yeah. top of their game. So I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't like video games, I guess, would be the... Yeah. I like video games, but I don't like this. Huh. It, Maybe um, you do. I, I saw Maybe. it in 4DX because um, I thought that was the only way I'd be able to stay awake the entire movie. Right. Does it, did it move? Oh, it was moving. It didn't do any water. 
<laughs> there was no water coming Weird. out. That is shocking. I mean, it should have just been like, you know, when they do those movies where you like sit in floaties and watch it projected yeah. on us. That's how they should have done it. Yeah, well, that's how it should have been. But like but only halfway the through last the movie. Hour, yeah. For the last hour and a half. They, um, the I remember they what they did, it, though, was they like Mr. Cameron made the decision. James? Um, yeah. To. Jim. Jim. Every time they're in water and everything, he used because they're underwater so much. He used like the wind effect more so. Oh, because okay. I guess like you're in it so much that it's more like that than it is water. I don't know. They used the right. wind effect a lot in it, chapter two, and it got to the point where it was like getting in my like I could feel it on my teeth, like even with my mouth shut. <laughs> Your <laughs> mouth was so dry. Yeah, it was like getting it, and so I found that at a certain point I had to just sit forward because I was tired of being like pummeled in the kidneys. <laughs> yeah it punches what? in the kidneys it punches you in the ass and you're like why am i doing this to myself? <laughs> yeah. um i would do it again though i would try again <laughs> i want to live that experience for avatar or just in general no not for avatar i won't see it it's really like it's like really bad acting like i'm just yeah, yeah. It's like really bad acting um like jermaine's in it from fight of the Concords. really yeah <laughs> He's like he really bad. Does, does he play that uh, giant uh, clam from Moana in it? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. No, the hell that would have been a nice little thing. <laughs> whatever um, the fuck plays, it was. <laughs> he plays a person who earnestly and sincerely says, This is why I drink. This is why I drink. <laughs> and he said, It's not a joke. It's not meant to be anything. Yeah, the is very, very special. It's all in my algorithm now because I keep sending people <laughs> clips from it. What about the uh, like the main like villain woman that's using that big robot thing to hold her coffee in the robot arm? Incredible! What? That she's her arms are up, right? It's yeah. Falco. It's at the beginning. Her arms are up, uh, but the robot's holding the cup of coffee, and so when she does this, her hand is just moving lightly, and then the robot hand brings the coffee to her mouth. And Why? it just seems exactly, <laughs> exactly. The best part about Edie Falco being in Avatar is she filmed it so long ago. She must have only been there for like three days tops. It's a very small part. Yeah. Uh, that she thought it had come out and flopped. She was like, oh, I have to <laughs> for this. <laughs> she didn't know. She's very special. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, mm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. 
Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Um, here's another thing for you. <laughs> Would you rather be lost in the woods with a killer on the loose or locked oh. in a haunted insane asylum? Oh, well, if I was Damien, I'd want to be in the haunted sailor island because then it wouldn't mean anything because haunting doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'd be more worried about all the insane people. But it's haunted. That means there's just ghosts. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you a mean haunted... like these are people it, it who just say it's empty. You're locked into an insane asylum. Yeah. Like, are we going to go to, like, a modern-day institution, like, where people are just, like, dealing with depressions? I mean, that's fine. Or is it, like, one of those old spooky ones that you see in the movies? Is it like the one from like a Ryan Murphy show? I think it's kind of like uh, the I would describe the locked in a haunted in, in asylum as uh, being on the streetcar for uh, <laughs> a long period of time. Oh, so you, you mean there. that feeling of discomfort? Okay, yeah. okay. I'm sure anytime you've being... gone camping, someone's killed someone there in the woods that you're in. Like, how big are the woods? <laughs> what is this? Like, how much can I hide? Like, could I dig yeah. myself underground, kind of thing? Or could you just like make your way to a highway and get out of there? No, you're lost in the woods. Yeah, but like eventually you could find your way out if you like Rambo style it, right? It's probably going to be a while. You know, I think the insane asylum only because I would feel like I had more hope. Whereas I was outside and it was dark. Like I feel like it's a building. I can get out. I can figure out how to get out here. Whereas like being lost in the woods, it feels less hopeful. But is it like one of those asylums where they don't let you leave and then they just like keep meditating, medicating you and then giving you shock therapy and you're never able to leave and you're just trapped there forever. And then they lobotomize you and then you have to live there with the ghost. Why do they care so much about me staying there? Because they think you're nuts. And that's what they did back then. Whenever this is. This is a real bummer. (laughs) I'm just going by based on movies that I've seen about this kind of stuff. Also, like insane asylum. This is something that is like I imagine not. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is like thirties, forties kind of style. Yeah, you don't say that. What do we call it? Every time I just call it Cam H because I want to say, like I was like, it's not the mental hospital, right? Like that can't be right. Well, I feel like the politically correct thing to say. The time that they were doing this, I think this is just like you had somebody who was difficult to work with. You would just drop them off there and say they were crazy, and then they would right. just. <laughs> Fucking like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's real hard. It's real hard to get people in there. Anyways. (laughs) Well, I got one last one here for you. I'd rather be outside. (laughs) You want to be outside? I'd be I'd rather be inside because I I feel like I I would have the ability to get outside. Right. I I think inside for me as well, because if I'm lost in the woods, I also don't want to be around birds and bears. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There's also so many things that could kill you in the woods, whereas like Insane Asylum, you know, it's just the people, I guess. And, like, maybe they just want to mind their business. 
I'd rather just a quick death in the woods than a long drawn out one in the hospital. You think this guy's going to do it quickly? He, who knows how he's going to do it? Axe murder? You sneak up behind me and shove an axe in the back of my head. Oh, he's I'm an axe murderer. I thought we didn't know what kind of murderer. He could be one of those people that, like, you know, kidnaps you for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I wish oh. he wasn't, though. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an interesting question to be on here. Scary would you rather? Would you rather be John Carpenter's production assistant or Alfred Hitchcock's? <laughs> well, that's difficult. Uh, um, Is John Carpenter a nice person? He seems nice. We've had his ex-wife on the podcast. Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian Barbeau. And, uh, and she Alfred was Hitchcock. lovely. So and I think go. I'd rather do J- J- uh, James Carpenter. John yeah, me too. John Carpenter. 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 Hitchcock's bad. He's bad news. Is he bad boy? Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> like he tortured those women. Like anybody. Yeah. And he would do oh, yeah. sick shit. Like, um, he's kind of like the way Jared Leto was like the Joker. He would send like gifts mm-hmm. and stuff to people. And I think someone's mom had died, and he sent. I'm misremembering the story, but he like sent her a, a tiny coffin with like the mom's picture inside. It was very like That's gross. gross. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk to him. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Here's why I would choose Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he did a movie called The Birds. Yeah, I know that's oh. scary. He gets my fears. Right. Oh, uh-huh. that's not, you want to be frightened. Um. I think that uh, John Carpenter. I can't choose out of my friendship with Adrian Barbeau. I would. I feel like I need to choose a side. Well, what if she's cool with it? I don't know. If we don't she know is. if it was amicable. We d- I don't think it was an appropriate question for us to ask. Listen, I want to get to know both sides. So of this. I, I want to get to know both sides of this relationship before I make a decision. I, well, I just, think you know what, though? Fair. It's almost came in like I, I hate to say it, but it's almost always you should always take the women's side. <laughs> That's true. I used to work for a lawyer. I used to work <laughs> with a shitty secretary as a family lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I uh, she always took the man's side in the Whoa. divorce things. And I would be reading through the stuff and I'd be like, what a mistake. <laughs> These men yeah. are terrible. Like all of them. It was very rare that I was like, good, good, good on you for helping this guy. Very rarely. <laughs> so it's not, I'm not even talking about like women versus men. I'm just talking about like people who had the divorce about my perspective so i'm taking adrian barbeau's side yeah yeah and what I'm... about like tippy hedron's side or like grace kelly's side oh for i against i don't know them so i, I okay I'm... that's true that's wow true. You don't, yeah. so yeah. you don't take women's side. you only take people you know side that's okay that's okay yeah okay all I'm, we can do i'm, I'm what if the people you, the what people if the people know. you know are horrible people but i'm not i'm being the production assistant for right so you don't it's have to, not, you don't have to like job them. yeah it's not like i'm i'm not being his best friend or anything i'm not morally i, I guess what i'm him. saying then you could still be john carpenter's assistant and still be supporting uh adrian barbeau but you could even sabotage uh john carpenter well i don't want to do that you. because they're both you if you're truly friends that's what you would do you could I, do like a parrot trap style situation that's right that where it's like he's like you know he doesn't know what's going on but he's like but my hair is falling out because you put like there yeah you just got to get a twin and what if but he's going to be close to me too because you know sexually his name my name same as his son cody carpenter 
So your name is Cody Carpenter? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I didn't so know that. Cody Crane Carpenter? Yeah. CCT, I'm, baby. I'm his son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The thing that I wanted to tell you about is I started working as an actor in those escape rooms at mm-hmm. Casa Loma. And uh, Casa Loma is apparently very haunted. Yeah. And I haven't felt anything yet. But you have to go to the when you have to go to the bathroom, you go down a hallway by yourself. Like it's not on the same floor as like the staff room and stuff. And it is so scary. And apparently, if I'm working there in Halloween time, um, you see like the behind the scenes of the haunted house. This is my nightmare. <laughs> like I don't want to experience <laughs> any of what is going to go down there. Um, going to the and apparently, there's like tunnels you can use to go because like there's like the small house and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. And it, in in the Halloween times, if you use those tunnels, you see all the Halloween stuff. And I just, why would I use the tunnels then? Like, I'm never going to use the tunnels. Do you have to use the tunnels by yourself when we're in there? You can. Like, people oh, do. Well, people are really fearless about these things. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Damien, you'd not. be fearless until you were murdered. Yeah, well, I'm dead, so I wouldn't care. There's also, like, <laughs> wax sculptures everywhere that have such human energy. Like by the bathroom, there's one of a of a really lifelike looking like former like sergeant or whatever I don't know some fucking royal guy, and he like guards the bathroom area and it's the fucking worst. Hey man, it's just like Jessica Rabbit said. It's not their fault. They're bad. They're just drawn that way. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but the best part, sorry, I'll say one more thing about it. Um, so obviously Castle was like super royal because that's like why it was made. Like the guy like worked for the royal family and wanted to like impress yeah, them. Just and rich um, so they, yeah, so they have paintings of most of the royal family. And apparently there was a Diana exhibit a few months ago. And as soon as that exhibit ended, they put up a picture of Camilla. Why is she there? She's a queen's consort. She's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't like the royal family. <laughs> I mean, I don't either. So, well, I think instead of uh, the improv today, we just do a couple more with you. Yeah, I feel like we've run long. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's fucking one thirty. I gotta go to work. I gotta this... go to the awesome job. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. I would do it. Would you rather's all day? Let's go. If you were in a horror movie, would you rather have a loaded gun? Yeah. Or. A car that doesn't break down. Oh, easy. Car. Easy, but we have two different choices here. Or we have uh, two different answers here. I don't know how to drive. What am I going to do with it? (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Kill Um, kill myself. Just keep going. I'm just saying. (laughs) Every time a gun is in a horror movie, it always jams. Or if it's a ghost, you're not going to hit him anyway. And then okay. you're always going to run out of bullets. You only have like a few shots and then that's it. Car, it you get goes. in, you drive away, you're gone. You're done. You're fine. But, but what happens goes. when you drive away? There's it someone in the back seat. Yeah. And also ghosts are fast. Not if you get a two-seater. Yeah. Ghosts, ghosts are fast and, they, and materials don't. You know, did you ever what? watch the first season of American Horror Story? The, the Ryan Murphy yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. That show drove me crazy because they didn't have any rules. But according to that show... You know, you get haunted in the house, but then you could take your little dead daughter for a ride in the car for a little while. Mm. Then she goes back to the house. Well, that's my thing. Ghosts are always like stuck to a place, right? Like that's kind of how it is. This is a horror movie, so we don't know if that's necessarily what it is. It's not saying that I'm the main character. I'm getting the fuck out of there. (laughs) Like the movie um, Barbarian. Let's see. Can we do spoilies? Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Best movie. Um, 
if I had a loaded gun, a loaded gun would have done me more than a car. Well, they, they, they had, had a cars. gun, though, didn't they? And it didn't work. They uh, had cars. They had both. Well, no, they also didn't try and drive away. Like they kept yeah. being like, "Oh, I have to go help that other person." I'm like, "Fuck that other person! I'm getting." Out I of can't here. believe. I can't believe they returned. If they'd have just no. left in the car that they I had, I can't believe they returned. I can't believe that you would go. Would have been fine. And also, like, <laughs> my favorite part of that movie is when she's like, "Where are you staying?" She's like, "This street." And the the job interviewer is like, "Oh." If I was a job interviewer, I'd be like, okay, let me book you a hotel stay tonight. Why would you go <laughs> back? Why would you go back? Yeah. God, I love that movie. It's so good. I kind of want to see it again, knowing what I know. I, I think that um, regardless with the car or the loaded gun, if you're in a horror movie, you're probably screwed anyway. So I'd rather the loaded gun saving one bullet for myself in case someone's <laughs> drawing out murders on me. I'd rather the car so I can go on a fun little joyride. Yeah, screaming the entire... I guess I would be fun. I mean, I know how to drive. I just don't leave. Like, I only have a G1. Wait, does the radio like... work? Uh, the radio in the car. Oh, well, trust that radio. changes yeah. everything. Listen to the morning drive. For adventure. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try. As soon as you turn the music on in a horror movie, though, you... Usually, that's the moment that something happens. Yeah, but as soon as you pick up the gun, you're going to be shaking, and then the, the thing shows up, and it's like, oh, you're trying to have a gun? And then you, as soon as you try, <laughs> you're going like this, and this is like, no, I don't think so, yeah. buddy. And then you like you go to fix it, and it's right in front of you. You know, the you know it's like, true. The way that I don't know how to drive, I also don't know how to operate a gun. Point and shoot, baby. Yeah, but then it's like, I'm going go to go to Vegas in August. Uh, you go to the shooting I, range? This is what my boyfriend wants to do. I personally don't like the thought of it makes me a little sick to my stomach. Like, I don't yeah. know if I will enjoy it. it and loud. Think about the power. The power. That I don't have, have that. Yeah. I don't have that. If I had that, I think I'd be the very <laughs> part of my life's journey. That's right. <laughs> I don't. Uh, power doesn't. Talk about energy. Think about the energy of that gun. It's <laughs> negative. It's evil. And I don't like it. No, no. Gun is good. <laughs> Man is bad. Gun is good. <laughs> here's uh, here's two uh, more. Uh, okay. One's going to be quickly here because it's not even a choice. I okay. just find it funny that it's an option. Would you rather go to hell for eternity <laughs> or become a ghost and haunt anyone you want? <laughs> Come on. Now, would it be interesting to know what hell was? Yeah, but no, you've got to stay there. No, not for eternity. Yeah, not if, for eternity. If it was just like, oh, you get to visit there, then it'd be like, okay. Yeah, at least the ghost thing, there's an option that you could uh, finish your business and then move on. Yeah. Or like you could <laughs> haunt places, like not people, but like it's like I've always wanted to, I don't know, like go to like the Shangri La right. like, spot. You're going to haunt there. You like haunt the sauna. Haunt the, sauna <laughs> haunt the whirlpool. Like, could I feel, when you're a ghost, can you feel things? Mm, uh, sadness. Oh no! <laughs> Despair. I I think yeah, I know. my my belief in them is that uh, they oh. do feel uh, like emotion, and that they carry that emotion to you. So I I have to go with it. They feel things. I mean, if I were to haunt people, I would do like I would like write letters and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm a ghost. I'm chilling here. Tell Damien I'm real." And um. And like, uh, and like, just so you know, like, I don't want to scare you, but like, I have to be in this space so that I, my soul can right. be set. My problem with that is that people don't read letters anymore. So everyone would just be like junk mail. 
Can you imagine how I would mad... put it in the mail system? I'd put it like on their bed or something. <laughs> Can you imagine how mad Damien would be at me if you like <laughs> passed away and then as a ghost wrote me a letter to tell him you're real? And then I just no, wake I would up not write like, you the letter. <laughs> I would tell Damien. Hey, like, hey Damien, I'm a ghost. Need to tell you that ghosts are real. Like you fucking piece of shit. Let her rest. <laughs> <laughs> you keep her name out of your mouth. Yeah, um, I'd Will Smith slap you right then and there. Right in the face. Right in the face. I can't remember if the conversation we had about Scientology was when we were recording or not recording. <laughs> it was off. I, it I was think off. it was off, but yeah. It was off. Yeah. And we're, it was tr- we're trying to get into the fold, so shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, sorry. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> shh. Well, the good news is David Miscavige is missing and presumed it will never come back. So oh, okay, that's good. The time. So we're we're coming into the new regime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Nice. You'll start from the beginning. Final yes. question. Yes. All right. Would you rather survive a horror movie scenario and have all of your friends die or have all of your friends live, but you're the only one that gets killed? Oh, yeah, I'm living. Yeah, I want to I'm too scared. I'm too. But like, what's the deal with PDF, the PTS? What is it? PTSD? Oh, what's the deal with that in I'm the horror movie? PFT, Paul F. Tompkins. You're finding all of your like. You can make new friends. Realistically, it's going to be like six of you, right? So it'd be okay. you and five of your close All friends. All right, Mr. Yeah, what are we, Mr. Friendly. Popular over here? Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Tatsy, me. Tatsy. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, yeah. Six friends. Um, um, because I know myself, mm-hmm. I-, I could say now, oh, I'd rather die. Are you crazy? Every moment of life is me being scared of dying. <laughs> I don't want to die. Sometimes I think about the fact that I will die and it gives me such internal terror. And I go like, what am I supposed to do? And maybe if I made peace with that, I'd be a different person. But who's to say? Well, I mean, in most scenarios, like if I'm thinking like we're all going there, maybe a couple others, you know, were. I think Damien's going to make fun of me as the only one that didn't survive. Wait, so, wait. so what is your choice <laughs> i mean yeah what a loser got killed you're like oh my god what happened well this like crazy maniac like demon was chasing us we were all fine cody died immediately yeah, he had to stop to stop to tie his shoes or something stupid yeah, yeah it was so dumb it was really easy to get away from him yeah my, like, my friends are go assholes they're, gonna, they're not gonna think of it as like me nobly heroically saving us all they're gonna make fun of me as the only one that couldn't survive it it's true. Yeah, yeah, Cody is not wrong. Yeah, we'll because be if the... it was so easy to survive that it's only one out of six, now yeah, it's like we... five out of six, then it's like oh fuck, then you'd be a hero. Then it'd That's be like right. wow, you're a you're a survivor. I'd be on fucking Oprah. I would much yeah, rather. Yeah, I could be. I mean, I don't even Oprah like Oprah in like the '90s. I don't think she does stuff like that anymore. Yeah, but we could be like true. on Oprah in the '90s. Who, who's filling that void now? Kelly. Honestly, Clark? nobody. Oh, Dr. Phil oh maybe James. maybe uh, Drew Barrymore. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have nothing against Drew Barrymore. I think she's doing her best, but like, you're <laughs> fucking god. I really can't. Stand. I I kind of agree. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to hate it, but it's like, it's just, it's so earnest. It's just, I, it's, it's physically earnest. painful to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah. God <laughs> like, bless her. God bless her. I'm happy that she's, you know, she's been through a lot and she's like a child star who's like, you know, like doing well. Like it's beautiful. I'm happy, but like 
when she like brought you. the only clip I truly saw in full was when she brought um Tom her Green. act. She brought Justin Long on actually to promote Barbarian. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Full circle moment. And you know, they were together for years and it's not like he sits down, they have a conversation and then she's like, listen, you know, when we dated, it's like, he's still standing and walking over and she's like, oh my God, I just need to say it. I'm like, this is like such a big deal that you're here. And she's bawling her eyes out. She's like, thank you so much for coming. I know that it would be weird for you to come. Like we used to date and both. And it's like, so she's, a, she's done this breath. more than once then. Well, she does it every time. She does almost every, every episode. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. She's, she's not stable. I guess <laughs> not. Well, she's this is a real hot take. I'm sure people love her. She's a child actor, though. So to be fair, like she that's, acts like a child. Is that what no, you're saying? That's that's got to be a, okay. a, a no. hard on you. No, of too. course it is. Oh no, no, I, I yeah, agree. We're not, we're I, not, I, not we're trying to. Her. Yes, <laughs> I'm being hard on her. I'm being a bit like I'm being. A, I was gonna say dick and bitch, and I said dick. <laughs> I'm bit, being a, a bit lighter on I'm fire. But I will say that like when I choose my entertainment or is Oprah, you know, Oprah I was like, like Oprah. Oprah was a source though. When you had a conversation with her, you didn't feel like she was going to lose her shit. Like she right. was a, she was a rock. Yeah. Uh, you have a conversation with exploiting people. I like Oprah. Remember when she exploited the lady who got a, her face ripped off by the chimp? Someone got their face. I saw her with the woman that was, um, that got like fifth, not fifth. Third degree burns. I seen that one. Did she make her reveal herself on national television? <sighs> she made because her. Okay, what, it was really sad. Did you know what Oprah lady? did? Oprah did this thing where in her last year she brought every person on who either like made an impact or she wanted to like apologize to. She had a lot of people that she wanted to apologize to, like James Fry. She apologized to. She apologized to um, this woman. Her name was Alana or Ivana. Doesn't matter. But she brought on this woman who was like completely burned. You would recognize her. She was like a famously, she was a famous burn victim essentially. And when she was on Oprah in the '90s, she was all hopeful and it was beautiful. And that's why everyone was like really responding to her. And then Oprah had her back and was like, "How's it been?" And she was like, "Awful. I wish I had died." And it's like, oh boy, it was really interesting. Anyways, so Cody, that's your answer. <laughs> yeah, I I would like to note. That every would you rather we've gotten into Avatar two, the royal family, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> well, that's why we have our resident celebrity expert. This is yeah. like our it's ET Canada. This is like our ET not Canada, like yeah, the regular this is one. Skill. Also, oh. like you know, like I I auditioned for the social. You know how everybody we know is getting on the social, and yeah. they asked for like a thing, and they did not take me on. And I think that's. Crazy. I have so much to say. That is insane. <laughs> Even I got on and I don't know nothing. No, Damien, no, don't. I, that's why I muted you on Instagram. Is that what it is? Is it an audition? Because I've been so confused about this. You know what I think it is? I think it's they're looking they, or they're they're open. Mm -hmm. And I think my agent has a, a way in. Right. And so she was pitching me. Like the issue is, is that I have no online traction. I don't have like thousands of followers. Right. That's what you so, need. Uh, so yeah, I got no traction mixed with I'm like not currently on a show. So everyone who's gone on either is like has gone viral or is like currently working on a show and then they go on. Right. Right. But <laughs> I would do great. I'm ready for that show. And I would look just as nuts as those women. They dress like they're psychotic. <laughs> Send them this episode. We'll we'll get on. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, don't worry. I like how you look. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we're going to have to audition for uh, the social now and see if uh, yeah. we can make the cut. Yeah. The social if you guys get on, if you get on, <laughs> all it is is they look at your social media and then you send it. I've sent in a minute tape of me talking about I think about the last time I posted on social media was a year ago. Oh, yeah. You're not going to. Anyways, if you get on, <laughs> please say my name and say, like, you missed out on Canada's yeah. Next Top Social. It's like, we don't know what we're talking about, but we know someone who does. Can you yeah, imagine exactly. how unhinged and weird it would be if I was on it? Like, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know who these fucking people are. What do you want me yeah, to say? swearing at them? Yeah. I come on. I don't even know what the social is. I come on dressed as Adam <laughs> Sandler with basketball shorts and a striped polo. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you would. Fucking straight men. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> so what? And that's the problem. No, this, this is where we turn into the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another conversation we had off camera. Camera? Wait, are we being filmed? <laughs> I ran out of my bone broth and water. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> so basically what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. if... I'm the only one to die. I don't want to be the only one to die. And right. I, I would. So you're selfish and you want someone else to die with you. you. Said, oh, no problem. I'm the only one to live. You didn't even question it. Yeah, that's fair. But, but at least all the people think... died. They had someone to die with. You. I, I have like... to go on living and that's hard. It's true. And evolutionarily speaking, we're we're healthy. That's unhealthy to want to die for other people. That's true. Wanting to survive. That's survival of the fittest. Well, I don't mind and the idea. All it takes to survive is answering this question. I'll do it. I don't mind the idea of yeah, me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that I feel like as a person, I'm much more closer to, to Cody, but it's really fun to just fucking eviscerate. <laughs> I mean, if this situation actually presented itself, things might go differently. You never know until you're there. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, it's true. It's like it's like when I was like 15 and I was like imagining if I ever got cheated on, I'd leave him. And you know what? When I was 22, I did get cheated on. I did not leave him for yeah. a while. And there then you, you know what? Nothing. No one got anything. No comeuppance. Nothing. Life just kept going. Wow. Yeah. And that's the way that the world works. <laughs> oh, except the guy that cheated on me. I will say this. Yeah. I was judging theater sports. And he happened to be on that night. This was like eight, seven, nine years later. And I kept giving him ones. And everybody's like, why are you giving that group ones? And I was like, he knows why. He knows why. And I never, you know, that's the comeuppance that happened. You know what? That sounds like pretty good comeuppance to me. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. He wasn't in on the joke at all. It was so good. It's just a joke for me. And speaking of comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. But... I do, oh, I do okay. want to go back to. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, it was. I got to work soon. No. <laughs> well, I just want to say that. Yeah. I don't mind dying to make all you guys all survive. Right. Oh, my go. God. What a martyr. We, we thought we finished this. But I just don't want. I need you all to promise that you won't make fun of me. And I don't, oh, don't want the newspapers no. thinking I'm a big. You know, I wasn't going to. But now that you keep whining about it, I think I have to. I won't make fun of you, but I will have to bring up the fact that we were all very easily escaped. And you did not. Listen, if you sur- if you were the only one to survive, I would haunt you and make fun of you. It was like loser all alone. We yeah, all oh, have wow. a fun time in the afterlife. Yeah. High fiving, playing basketball. It's cool. Well, yeah. if everybody died, then it was pretty hard, right? Like, and you're the, you're the coolest of all your friends because you survived. That's what we're saying. That's what I said. But 
I, I think that my biggest fear with dying is that, like, I die by a child or I'm right. the only one to die in a situation. Or a bird child. Or... If you died by a child's hand, we'd yeah. have to make fun of you. That is pretty funny. I feel like, I know, that's I why it's like my biggest kid, fear. The kid barely has motor skills and yet Cody couldn't get away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a huge fear of mine or even like dying naked and everyone just finds me dead naked it's not you know I, I i think about the fact that if i was ever murdered or like killed accidentally like hit by a car i would poo myself for sure right? oh yeah of course yeah you would. oh yeah like people never talk about that that's good i guess see i think there's different ways though like you could be you could die naked and it could be tragic but then you could die naked and it's just funny so I think it depends. You know what I mean? What if you yeah, die naked? Lenny Bruce died naked, right? We don't talk about that all the time. Except for right now. I, feel, <laughs> I didn't know that. If you die naked and you poop when you die, yeah. would you not see someone naked in poop and wonder if they died slipping on their own poop? <laughs> you think it was a before? Well, it would be on their feet then, wouldn't it? On the bottom There's of their like feet. There's a slide like, Are you going to scope me out? Well, I'm naked on you the know what? They do an investigation. I'm going to say something controversial. I hope I do die naked because I sleep naked and I'd like to die in my sleep. <laughs> That's fair. I, yeah. What if it. you died right when you woke up, though, and you were still naked and then you're like, oh, I'm dead. Like, ah, and then I die. <laughs> That'd be cruel. I don't I don't sleep. Sometimes when I go to sleep, I'll start to sleep naked and then I'll open my eyes and I'm like, what if I die tonight and they find me? I better put on some shorts. You're missing out. <laughs> Sleeping naked is incredible. It's freedom. It's everything you want it to be. Sometimes really? I'll put shorts on, though, I will say. I'll put, like, a pair of, like, baggy boxers on for, like, that's its own comfort. Yeah. Sleeping naked is is the way to be. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't like... know. I, I just like having a little a little something on. That's all. I just feel just more comfortable that way. Well, yeah. I mean, that's reasonable, Damien, because what if you die, you know? You... Well, that's not why. I just, I don't know. I just, uh, I just like having a little support and comfort. I... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Guys have a whole situation going on. Down yeah. There. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Sometimes I want, you know, sometimes I have to wear something and, uh, you know, then maybe that's when I'll die. True. Speaking of dying. This uh, this podcast has been dying. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta walk the dogs. I gotta eat lunch because I got stuff to do. Yeah, no. let's, let's do a round of plugs. Okay. Alessandra, where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me on the social medias. Uh, I, I'm mostly Instagram. That's what I post too. So at Al the V. Oh no, Alessandra the VK. Mm-hmm. Instagram. I also have a monthly show at Tall Boys. Um, which is a craft beer house at Shaw and Bloor. And this month on March 14th, it is the Sketchfest Spectacular. Mm-hmm. But when it's not this March, it's always the third Tuesday of every month. It's Sketch Troops. I host it. It's great. We love it all. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Speaking of Sketchfest, uh, I'll be there on March 11th at Comedy Bar with my sketch group, uh, Boy Girl Party. Yeah, and we'll be at Toronto Comic Con March seventeenth to nineteenth as well. Performing on the eighteenth, I believe. So far, yeah, and uh, so you can check us out there as well as go to thesonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Alessandra with direct Mm -hmm, links to mm -hmm. the social medias, and go to the Sonar shop, and you can get a shirt. Whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we have a shirt for you. That's right. Spooked. Spooked. Bye-bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!